everybody. Welcome to A Lot of Things, where I bring you a few things to check out in a few minutes, and sometimes 10 minutes. I've been known to go up to 10 minutes. Here's a little bit of housekeeping. We'll probably be going a lot longer than that soon, because we'll be doing a fancy discussion version of this podcast coming up soon in this feed, so you don't need to do anything else, but just look for the new episodes, and they'll be coming with guests, and it'll probably be about an hour, and we'll talk about a lot of things. Hey! Uh, with a lot of people. So I have a lot of guests uh, on cue. They're all ready. They're all geared up, and we're excited to do it. I've just been uh, locking down the location. We have a couple different places we're going to be doing them uh, fancy-like, and we'll have a nice discussion and talk about, yes, a lot of things. Content, creations, media, video games, books, websites, everything. Uh, Who knows? I mean, other things as well, like food, you know? Whatever's interesting and uh, generally entertaining to you in some way. Eating's entertaining, so that could be part of it. And we'll just let the discussions go wherever they go, and it'll be really fun. I've done podcasts like that in the past, and I've always wanted to get back to it. So a lot of things discussion podcast with some video coming soon, hopefully next week. Uh, That's my goal. But right now, I want to talk to you directly through the internet waves about E3 for a minute. So we'll do it by press conference, and first off is EA. Just a few things of note here. Uh, Anthem, I'm kind of more sold on it than I was before. I understand this idea of one player with multiplayer, kind of doing both at the same time, and just the action and the way that the world was built uh, and that Bioware has done it has me interested. So I'm definitely interested. We also heard about a Star Wars game that was not really even shown, but there's going to be a new Star Wars game, and that seems interesting, but it was done kind of weird. Uh, Sea of Solitude was another one of my favorites from that press conference because it was an indie, and it was a very honest moment with the uh, developer or one of the developers that were up there and just felt like an honest moment and a really cool game about the darkness of humanity and what that can make the character become kind of a monster and fighting other monsters and... It just looked interesting, and I'm very interested in Sea of Solitude. Uh, That was an indie title from there. Let's go on to Microsoft, because pretty much there was not much in the EA that got me, uh, just besides getting more excited about Anthem. And Microsoft kind of impressed me quite a bit. Uh, A lot of games and a lot of moves to put themselves in a position to do more games. Uh, Ori, of course I want Ori. I have an Ori t-shirt. I want more Ori, but you don't have to show me that. I'm just going to want it. Uh, the Captain Spirit thing was very cool. Basically a free game in the Life is Strange universe. If you haven't played Life is Strange, go play Life is Strange. It's very good. Uh, kind of a choose-your-own-adventure, visual novel kind of game. But you can actually walk around the world as well uh, and pick up what you want and do the things you want. But then creating the story and your choices have repercussions. Captain Spirit's a free game in this universe, and I think that's a really smart thing to do. Uh, I think a bunch of other developers could follow suit with that, get people excited about the brand slash the universe, and then, yeah, sell them a game later. Witcher 3 did a ton of free stuff. Crackdown mentioned that they're coming out in February. Another pushback, but at least it's February, and that's not that bad. And it's just over-the-top Terry Crews explosion stuff. I'm, you know... I'm okay on it. I think I'm going to play it, but I uh, want it to come out. 
so we just want it to come out. February, please. And then we'll make a decision how fun it is. Um, but I'm going to play it either way. Metro, I got very excited about that. And again, some of these, uh, actually quite a few, not exclusive, but just the first place we get to see them on E3 stage, uh, Microsoft. Metro, uh, the new Metro just looks great. I mean, again, a lot of these games don't need too much for me to be like, yeah, I've been following it the whole year or years. I want to play it, you know, and Metro is one of those. The one that I wasn't thinking about was Horizon 4 they show off. Uh, Horizon is an incredible Forza game, and it really is this kind of world that you drive around in, a true open-world driving kind of experience. And I've always loved those games. The new one has a lot of weather changes, and that sounds corny, but I think it really does change the way uh, you drive around the world and kind of changes all of the maps and changes what you're doing and how you're driving. And they kind of towed the idea to do it with your friends, you know. It's the easiest one to do with your friends, but I'm not going to do that. All right? Audi doesn't care about driving with his friends. He just wants to drive, you know, be left alone and go through the fields. And that's what that game is great at. It's just It's a beautiful game. I'm reignited by uh, what I saw for Horizon. And then the new studios, like I mentioned, they bought a bunch of studios and they said, hey, we're really serious about making games which I think a lot of us need to hear, and that's great. Please tell us you're buying things and making moves to make a bunch of games. Uh, Division 2, Division two, I have been thinking about getting back into that. It's one of those almost MMO-type thing where you really do have to invest a bunch of time, and I definitely don't usually like doing that, but I did it with the Division. I really did. And this setup with their story and the Civil War, I was in. I was like, yeah, seeing more of this makes me want to jump back in. So Division 2, interested. Uh, they did definitely talked about the Game Pass, and I think that was a, a focus for them. A bunch of the games they mentioned would be coming out, you know, day and date on Game Pass. And for 10 bucks, I think it is, that's a good deal. So... Yeah, I'm going to re-look at the Game Pass. Uh, they mentioned Session real quick, which is a skate game, which I thought was going to be Skate 4, but it wasn't. Devil May Cry 5 piqued my interest. And Tunic, a game I played a long time ago, a couple years now, I think, one person made that game, and it's an incredible little Fox uh, Zelda-type game. And it's really difficult, actually. Not Dark Souls, but it's pretty hard. And also Dying Light 2 was mentioned uh, and how they're going to have choices, which is the new hotness, to have choices in your game that have an impact on the world. Uh, and I was all into that. Just Cause 4 was also teased. And again, that's one of those games where you don't have to tell me anything about it. Just say that there's another one and I'll buy it. Some of my favorite weird videos I've ever made ever, like these glitch videos and just weird things that happen in games, were in Just Cause games. Because the weirdest stuff happens in Just Cause games. And here's the fun part. At the end of their conference, they actually did kind of a little trickery where they were about to say it's over, and then a glitch happened, and another trailer started, and it was Cyberpunk 2077. The only thing I cared about at this whole show. And we got a very long trailer, and it's I'm going to rewatch it again. 
like right after this podcast. It's only thing I want. It's the only thing I want. And I was so happy to see the world. No release date, of course, but it was a very nice touch for them to end their show that way. And uh, kudos to Microsoft for, in general, just chock full uh, press conference there. Now, Bethesda was a little let down on. First, it started off with Andrew WK, which not the biggest fan. I know other people are, but it was just like, enter, do rock show. And I was like, yeah, but I want to know about Fallout 76. We don't care about. They did the rock show. They talked about a couple games. Uh, at some point, they got to the couple things that I liked. One, Elder Scrolls on the iPhone, Elder Scrolls Blades, looked pretty darn good. And I immediately pre-ordered it, which it's available for pre-order, which is always weird. You can pre-order an app? Come on. Just, it doesn't matter. It's free. Why did I even do it? I did it. I just look so excited. They went into very good detail about Fallout 76, yet still I have questions about how it plays with one player versus multiplayer. But it seems like you can do your own missions and story missions and then go co-op style with other people in the world. Although he originally said everybody in the game was going to be another player. But then I think you have to walk that back a little bit because if you're doing your own game, there's got to be some NPCs, don't there? Some questions still. I also highly recommend you go watch Noclip on YouTube. Uh, Danny did a video on Fallout 76, as well as Bethesda in general. So check that out on the YouTubes. And they teased uh, Starfield and Elder Scrolls, uh, which was cool. Nothing, showing nothing, but just the fact that they're working on those two epic games, and those will be fun when they come out. So no Fallout 5, it'll be just Fallout 76. And a little slight problem is Fallout 76 will probably use the Fallout 4 engine, it's looking like, and they're just adding a bunch of shaders to it. So it'll look probably not too much different. Uh, but if the gameplay's fun enough, I'll do it because I love Fallout. Oh, there's a breath. <laughs> Take a breath. There's so much stuff that happened. I'm just hitting you with the things that kind of jumped out at me, but there was a lot more. Devolver Digital did their little, in quotes, press conference. It's just a video they make, and they made one last year, and they actually carry on. So, like, the story from last year carried on into this year, and then this one ends with a to-be-continued what is this? I don't know. I think it's really fun and cool, and it makes fun of a lot of video game tropes and video game business stuff, but I think it should be like five to ten minutes. I think there were, it was like 20-something minutes, and it just felt a little long. Uh, but we got to see my friend uh, Pedro, which is a very interesting shooter uh, that I think I will download immediately, and Metal Wolf Chaos, which is an old game they're bringing back that just Google the trailer for that. It's ridiculous. Um, also, with Ubisoft, we saw Beyond Good and Evil uh, 2, and a very cool thing is they're working with Hit Record, which I've loved that forever, uh, this concept of a bunch of different artists creating things together, and I think that's so smart. So you'll be able to create stuff with Hit Record, and that stuff could potentially go into the game uh, Beyond Good and Evil. So groovy. I like that idea. And then Trials Rising they showed, which is the Trials bike game that I will buy every year because it's so great. Uh, Transference, Elijah Wood, another interesting uh, connection. His production company who does like horror films, 
psychological stuff, uh, working with video game developer to make this game called Transference VR, and I believe they said PS4 just regular as well. And the fall, so soon, well, it's not even summer, this year, with E3 stuff, fall is actually soon. Uh, Transference, I'm going to play the heck out of that. Looks creepy. And also they uh, mentioned Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I was a little fatigued because I had such a good time with Origins and spent forever in that game. But the fact that they're making it more choose your own adventure and RPG-ish, I'm still going to check it out. But the setting wasn't my favorite. Yeah, because... They were kind of the bad guys in the last game I played. So I don't necessarily want to play as them, but you can play as them the way you want to play. So maybe I'll make them a bandit guy. I don't know. I'm confused on that one. That's a question mark. Um, Sony was really interesting. They started the show off like in a tent, some tented area where this guy played some music and then they're like welcome to church and I was like what's happening there wasn't many people in the tent watching this show but it wasn't a show and then they went back to like just people hanging out at a desk somewhere else going like all right we'll bring you back to the show after this quick intermission but I thought it just started very bad intro like, not good, especially coming from last year where it's so grandiose and seemed planned perfectly. Some snafu happened. Who knows? I've been involved with productions of E3 and shows, and lots of stuff happens behind the scenes, so I'm only guessing something like crazy happened. I don't know. Something. And it made everybody wait for a while, and then we got into the show. But then the show itself was underwhelming because it was just, like they said, a deep dive into some of their games, their big games, Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, and Death Stranding. My favorite part of those two, or those four, would be Last of Us 2, because they had incredible um, realism to the whole trailer. And it was dark, and it made me understand what the game was about, but also re-care about Ellie and her relationship with a girl of somebody, I forgot her name, uh, and it seems like yeah, okay, I want to go back to that world. Thank you for showing me that. And Death Stranding told us nothing, except that he's a messenger. Normaritas is a messenger, and he, there's alien stuff, and I don't, I still don't know what that game is. But he's a messenger, I guess. And he climbs, like Breath of the Wild. That's about it. But yeah, like I'm writing these notes down, and I can't remember too many other things from Sony's press conference. And now while some of the stuff I mentioned earlier in this podcast are going to both systems, I could be like, wow, Sony had a great show because, you know, a bunch of other stuff was in there that I just mentioned. Uh, but Microsoft had it on their stage. And they needed it because a lot of people thinking about, you know, Microsoft, Xbox One X, and what games they have coming out, I think it's very important that they had that show. But it was very underwhelming that Sony had not much or that were just those deep dives on those few games. So I didn't write down much notes for them. I'll always play both systems, and I don't really care. There's no winner, in my opinion. But it was weird. And if I was picking a 
winner of E3's press conferences, yeah, I would say Microsoft for that. But also shown off, Trover Saves the Universe, uh, a game by Justin Roiland of Rick and Morty. Say no more. I've, I've purchased it. Throwing money at the screen. A la Devolver, if you watch that. Or was that last year? Trover Saves the Universe, uh, I was very interested in that. And that was kind of a throwaway announcement, but uh, I was psyched. And also Remedy has a game coming out. Was it called Control, I think? And that, again, was just like a secondary thing. I don't know. And this, I don't know where I saw this, but it was definitely in the announcements um, during E3, Pool Panic. Oh, man, am I in a pool panic. It is, uh, I forget what they call it, like the world's worst pool game or the most unrealistic pool game. It's little characters who are also pool balls. And Pool Panic, one of my favorite things in the world and from this whole E3. Cyberpunk, Pool Panic. Let's, let's, let's just pick the things that I really care about. Cyberpunk, more interested in Anthem. Realize that I will play The Division 2. Cyberpunk again. Um, Transference. Trover Saves the Universe. And Pool Panic. Is that it? That's what I'm excited about. And Anthem. And Anthem, because I'm going to play that. It's Bioware. I'm going to play it. Yeah. Did I mention Cyberpunk 2077? All right, that's my quick rundown of things that I saw. What did you see? Tweet me, O-N-A-W-A, or A underscore a lot of things. Let me know what was your favorite thing for me, three. I'd love to hear, and we can talk about it. And maybe we can talk about it on the podcast. If you're in the Seattle area and want to be on the show, hit me up as well. Or hit me up as well, because that just came out. Uh, before I go, though, a few last things. Uh, Diane Ward watched the music video Alien. It's messed up, and I love Diane Ward. And uh, I'm probably saying it wrong. I always say it wrong. Because how can you say their name? Diane Ward. And the Halloween movie trailer dropped. What are your thoughts on that? I am mixed. I am mixed thoughts on that. Speaking of horror, I'm going to soon watch Hereditary, which I've heard is really good and disturbing. And I'm also going to watch another horror movie for this uh, podcast I'm going to be on called The Grave Plot Podcast. And that'll be in a week or so. I'm making the rounds. I'm doing like a two or three podcast uh, guest appearances at the end of this month. I will have those dates for you when I have them. And then again, look forward to our video version slash long discussion podcast version of this podcast in about a week or so. With that, I bid you adieu. Adieu.